Let's get into it. Already. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Episode 18 this week. Yeah. Uh, we got two more to get to 20. That's kind of exciting. I remember we, uh, we like celebrated getting to 10 right, for like exactly. the longest time. Like that was going to be something huge. So episode 18, where was I going with this? This is Frank. This is Devin. And we're going to get into some nice stuff tonight. Um, I'm proud of myself. I actually did something that I said I was going to do uh, last episode. Um, and we won't get into it right away. But last episode, I did say that I was going to finish up on the boys because the end of that episode, we talked about kind of a little bit about it. I had some conspiracy mm-hmm. right, theories. Right, yes, theories about it. Um, I was wrong probably about all of them. Yeah, I was going to say, um, we got to recap some of those. Uh, yeah, so let's let's cover the Fabo album first, and then we'll spend most of this episode probably talking about the boys. Okay. And then, of course, I can never leave an episode in, during football season without talking about a little, a little bit of football. Bit of- we, like, we like to do that, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about... You know, how how we preparing for the holidays, maybe some ideas or some shit like that. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. So, the Fabo album, mm-hmm. fabulous. It's called uh, Summertime Shootout 3, Coldest Summer Ever. Um, if I had to make a funny comment right now, I would say that this is not even close to the coldest summer ever. Like, he's lukewarm <laughs> for me. Like, hilarious. Um, so you wasn't feeling it then is what you're saying. Basically. I would give it I would give it probably probably three and a half. Out of five? Out of five. Okay. I give it I give it and the reason why is because the songs that I did like, I liked. Yeah, they're like like, like I liked. Yeah, like yeah, I, I would I put it. them on uh I w- if I was I don't make playlists anymore. Right. Um, but but if I was the use, I would songs. put a, I would put a handful of songs from this album on the playlist. So therefore I give it a I give it a solid three. Okay. My biggest opinion on it is it's 16 tracks, right? Mm-hmm. It's 16 tracks. You're getting an hour and six minutes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not a lot of time for 16 tracks. And then when you listen to the songs, there's not even a whole lot of content on each song. I mean, we I was just showing you a little no, while yeah. ago. It was we like, yeah, yeah it was like so many of the songs. It was like he didn't even get into it till forty five seconds into a song. Definitely. I mean, you're talking about a three minute, you know, three minute, three minute and thirty second song, and you're not even getting into anything. Like it's literally just music intro, instrumental intro for forty five seconds. I I can't do that on easily. 12 out of the 16 tracks were yeah, like the that. majority of them were even like some that. of the ones that i liked yeah were very much so a sure. a long slow burn to get into it and right that's kind of a problem for me personally no um, yeah i understand that come, i didn't what's funny is i didn't even think about that really until you told me and then i was like like and i started listening i was like damn you're kind of right yeah and then you that. noticed yeah, it and then yeah i was like i noticed it and it and it wasn't like I couldn't put my finger on why I didn't like some of the songs. Like mm-hmm. I was just like overall the album, but I was like, man, it is because it takes like forty seconds to yeah. get into every song. After like I could do one, two, three songs like right. that spread out through an album, but man, right. to have every song take forty seconds to get into is a little. And the thing about it is like over the course of sixteen time, songs, I, I'm not expecting anybody to love every song. It's just not no, gonna happen. It's, no, it's not there's possible. very few albums that you know. I like that. But my beef is that if I immediately don't like the instrumental, but you get right into the content right away, if you get right into the bars, sometimes the quality of the of the content of the lyrics can either get you to start liking the instrumental or it can 
it can override the fact that you don't like the instrumental. Yeah. If that makes sense, no, right? I get you. Yeah. In this case, it takes so long to get into some of the songs. I had to force myself to listen to them because I immediately didn't like the instrumental. Right. And you got to get past 40 and, seconds. And it took me 45 right. seconds to actually get to the content. By the time the content hit, I'm almost like, I was literally to the point, man, I'm over this song. I'm like, wait, <laughs> we got to review it. So I got no choice. I got to listen to it. I got to push through it. Um, but just to, just to cover a couple of the tracks, I feel mm -hmm. like his, his best songs were at the beginning of the album. Um, I think Cold Summer was decent for, for a first track. Not bad. Um, I feel like, um, Bombs was a cool was a cool one. Yeah, yeah, um, I like bombs. That I thought cool. what was cool about bombs is that they used the the Chicago Bulls intro music. Yeah, that was really. Um, cool. And he rapped a lot about you know being on his bullshit and 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 all of that. Nah, I can fuck with that. Um, the song with Meek Mill, "Talk to Me Nicely," that was a nice track. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a big Lil Durk fan, so I couldn't fuck with Cap. I literally okay. So the other day, actually, it was yesterday. Uh, I was playing Call of Duty, right? And I'm I'm into the multiplayer now because I already beat the campaign. I could probably go back and redo the campaign, but on on harder levels like we used to. But right now I'm just real real deep into the multiplayer. And there's this dude that just kept referring, you know, no cap, no cap, no cap. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm I'm obviously getting old now because now I'm like <laughs> I don't even understand what these kids are saying these days, right? And so I literally had to look up what the fuck no cap meant, right? And I look it up and I'm like, it just means no lie. Like you're telling the truth, basically. Like no bullshit. Like Correct. no cap. Right. Like like the thing I just dropped the phone. The thing the thing the thing that bothers me I'll fuck with this case later. The thing that bothers me about a lot of like the new age slang today. What the fuck was that? Oh, that was a song. My bad. Okay. I was um, like <laughs> The thing that bothers me a lot about like the new age slang these days is like it doesn't even sound that cool. Like it, it's to the point where it literally sounds like an inside joke. You know what I mean? Like if you would refer to him be like no cap, you would think like, all right, this must be something between you two that you guys understand that maybe I don't or whatever it, you know, whatever it may be. Like as opposed to like you know, when, you know, when I was a kid, it's like man, no bullshit. Like you know, you fucking with me. Like things that sounded like a little bit more cool, more swag, but just to say like no cap. For me, it's just kind of like, all right, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that is supposed to mean, but it's one of those situations where I guess it sounds good. So, new generation, brother, new so, generation. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. New generation, um, you know, the, the 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 amount of love that's spent on the things that half these kids will never be able to afford. First of all, is just blows my mind, you know, like, like Louis Vuitton is just something that you just go get at Circle K, you know, or some shit like that, you know, yeah. but hey, if that's what you kids want to spend your money on, that's why you think you need $15 an hour to flip a fucking burger at McDonald's that's frozen, first of all, because <laughs> um, you're trying to fucking wear Gucci flip-flops when the Nike flip-flops work perfectly fine, and you could probably get them on sale right now for the holidays, save 20 is usually the promo code, <laughs> anytime I go to Nike.com, bro, save 20 save is the 20. promo code. If it don't work, that's I'll funny. wait. No, that's funny. I'll wait because it's coming. Because it's coming. Hell yeah, off yeah. clearance. Yeah, because it's coming. You know it's coming. But anyways, um, so so I'm once again I'm not a little Dirk fan. Um, I was actually kind of surprised Fab collabed with some of the dudes on here. Like I was kind of surprised he co he collabed with YFN Lucci because 
Fab is uh, Fab is very much a lyricist to me. Fab is 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 good at what he does. Fab yeah. looks at rap like a craft, like right. a, like an art. You could definitely, and I've like, always respected that about him. That he puts in yeah. his music. I've for always sure. always respected for that sure. about Fab. So to so to collab with some some people on here that to me are not very much about the lyricism and not about what they're saying and more about um, what they're not saying, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, very repetitive in mm-hmm. a lot of the songs. Um, I, I was kind of surprised, but but I get that what he's trying to do, because the idea behind this album, like we talked about last week, was basically he was he was supposed to have this album ready for Summer Jam in New right. York City when Hot 9-7 does their, their yearly Summer Jam, which is why I believe it's called Summertime Shootout, was because it was supposed to kind of collab with that idea, and then it got pushed back. Um, so I could see why he he probably tried to grab some of these new age artists, you know, to to um, to think, okay, you know, I, I got to be able to appeal to my loyal audience, but I also got to appeal to what these new people are doing based yeah. on the timing that it was originally supposed to come out. I get you. Um, so the fact that it didn't come out around Summer Jam, and then he gave us, in my opinion, a glorified mixtape. Um, this is far from an album, and I'm not even like a huge music person per se but i could even tell that the production value on this album was not what i'm used to hearing especially from fab you know from from you know his earlier stuff and even some of his mixtapes to be quite honest yeah um i feel like some of his mixtapes are even better than this in it as an album i feel like he could have cut this album down to 12 tracks mm-hmm. um and and actually i probably would have given it a higher score I probably would have given it like a four. Yeah, just a better overall. Yeah, because shorter because the highs were were good, and I think if he would have cut out some of the lows and kept it real centered, it would to me have come across as a better overall album. Nah, I feel you. Than it does because the lows to me really bring the average down. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of how I feel about it. What What are some of your uh, favorite tracks on it? Um, on it for me, I like that uh, one with Chris Brown, that Us versus the World. That, that is a good dope. one. Yeah, that's a good that's, one. That one was pretty dope. And quite honestly, I don't think he should have put that one that far down in the album. No, but I wasn't mad that he did. No, I get it. You know what I mean? like. Yeah. But you really got to you gotta tough it out if you listen to that album front to back. You start to yeah, almost want to give well, up yeah, on the album before you, you start that, to get a yeah. couple more good songs out of it. What other but most people shuffle their shit anyway, so I yeah, get it. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. After like a couple of them, I was like, all right, I got to shuffle around. I didn't. I didn't listen to this one like front to back. See, I forced myself to, yeah, and I probably I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> but then with me, like with a new album, I don't know what songs I've listened to or not listened right. to. And so you that's don't why know I how it flows. You know what I mean? Like some albums literally flow. Like well, telling a story. In that a sense. Tory Lanez album, for a perfect example, that right. Chick's and all, a lot of his albums do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which I really miss about the music uh, industry. Kendrick, same way. Kendrick Lamar does well, that too that's on his Kendrick albums. Kendrick Lamar is one of the best. Oh well, yeah. So, um, who else? Or what else? That Options. I like that one with PNB Rock and Gucci. That was another one. PNB Rock, I don't know very well. Oh, man, you got to check him out. Um, I like that dude. I've heard, like but he's he's good. he's more R&B type yeah, hip-hop, if I remember. Kind of oh, like yeah. Party Next Door, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, Where he, he ties he in a little like, bit of the, the soulful type stuff. Exactly. as opposed. Okay, okay. Most of his stuff is like singing. Like, majority of his stuff is singing. Okay. Along with rapping, you know. Got gotcha. you. Involved, so. Got you. Um. So yeah, that one's good. Uh, that insecure, that one was pretty dope. That um, one I liked. I like that he sampled that dream snippet. Mm-hmm. That yeah, one was that cool. Yeah, that we was talking about. That. Mm-hmm. 
Um, seasons changed with Tory Lanez. That one, that one was cool for me, but that one was definitely one of those ones that when you pointed out how long yeah, it, it took, took to get into the song, oh yeah, it I took. Like, I mean, it took forty five seconds just to yeah, get into into it's literally like Fab saying Tory, anything. Tory, yeah, repeating himself, yeah, like a little, doing a little chorus. It was yeah. just too much for me at that. But overall, I did like that song. And coming off listening so, to that chicks tape, I was kind of a little disappointed in Tory. Oh, his bars. Wise. Yeah, I don't think he was the best yeah. on that, but I think it gave. I think it gave the song a good flow. No, nah, I get you. Um, I liked. Uh, I liked Frenemies. I thought Frenemies oh, was yeah. decent. Mm-hmm. Time I thought was really good. I thought Time was really good. Um, and Too Late. Okay. Um, were really good. Though the, there's certain songs that kind of speak to you, right? You know, right, based on experiences you. that you've had in life, and and you can kind of relate to those things. And and I could definitely relate to some of the themes, uh, in that song. Um. If you had to pick one song on the album, though, that's just like, I could put this on, you know, a couple times a day, it could come on and it wouldn't necessarily get old right away. What song would that be for you? Mm, Either the, I guess it would depend on my mood in a sense. Yeah. You know how music goes with your mood in a sense. Of course. But that Bombs was dope. It'd probably be Bombs or Us vs. the World or That Options. Okay. One of those three I'd probably go to. Would be like the first one if I hopped on the album and just yeah. played a song. Yeah. It'd probably be one of those three. Yeah, like you if know? you were trying to tell somebody about the song, but you were right. trying and to I was sell like, the hey, album. Check this, yeah, you know? like okay. check this album out. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably pick one of those three. Okay. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd probably just do one of those things. Maybe that talked to me nicely with Meek Mill, too. Yeah, I could see that as being like too. a single. Right, exactly. You know, I could you know see that I mean? being a single off the album if so, he was to, like in he fact, elect Bombs to do that. Or the one with Meek Mill yeah. as a single. So. I feel like Bombs is short, though. Bombs is short. That's the only downside to it. But that's what almost makes it like so like of a good one to me yeah. was because it's so short, the quality of it is And I think because really it's good. short, I almost feel like he should have started the album with that one. Yeah, just to get it like, hey. Hit you with this one yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, like this is what we got. It. This yeah. is what we got from Jump. So this oh, is what yeah. we're gonna give you. Yeah. And then it was gonna give you just enough to make you feel like okay, he's he's coming with some bars. Right. But at the same time, um, it's just enough to to make you be like okay, let's see where he's right. going What's on the rest this. Of it feel like yeah, yeah for sure. absolutely. I, I feel like that as well on that I one. Get you, man. Um. So I, th- I think yeah, I think that's good. Uh, quick question though, you yeah. check that game out. I, I remember we was, on, how, we was on here last time talking about it, and we said we well, weren't going to listen to it this week since we picked the fabulous one. But You picked the fabulous but, one because you hey, said, don't. I don't really fuck with game. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't. I don't. But it's kind of hard to fuck me. with an album, but a bunch of pregnant bitches in a studio, though. Like You didn't notice that on the album cover? I did not notice that. Yeah, they're if pregnant. you notice, yeah, they're all pregnant. That's why the album is called Born to Rap. They're that's, all yeah, pregnant. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice that. Could you imagine the casting call for that, though? Yeah, like, I need all pregnant pregnant chicks, and they're like, oh, shit, we about to get into new Babies R Us catalog and shit. (laughs) No, you're not. You're on the game album. That's hilarious. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, and it's just him sitting in a chair in a studio. I had a homie tell me it was dope, so I'm going to check it out probably this week. And at least they all got their bellies exposed, so you know they got to be really pregnant. Because really pregnant. you know the game ain't one to spend money on some fucking chicks getting some fake-ass prosthetic <laughs> bellies. That would be hilarious. And I'm sure if he put out any kind of casting call, he's going to get some calls. Shit, he might even been accused of being a daddy of a couple of them, shit, mm-hmm. for all we know. Um, No, but we definitely need to cover that one. That one, might we might have to split that into two, though. Yeah, because that one's long. That's However, 
25 songs. But it's only an hour and 30 minutes. I mean, I'm not really sure how that equals out as far as on average, but uh, that that's going to be a lot of songs to cover. So oh, I think yeah. maybe we should split that up, maybe cover like, I don't know, go like the first 12, 12. Yeah, I was, yeah, and then cover the last whatever's left 13. on the next week. So I'll get into that. that. Yeah. So that's 15 minutes. So All right. Let's let's talk let's get what's into next? what we really want to get into this week and that's the boys. Yeah, that that all that work you put in to get I through did, it. I <laughs> did. I really did. And if I if I could really be honest, like my bosses would be mad cuz I was fucking watching that shit. That's hilarious. At the job in between phone calls and shit. That's hilarious. Um so I I can't remember all my conspiracy theories, but I was I know the biggest one I had was that the compound V had something to do with Stillwell's <laughs> breast milk. Yo, you're hilarious, man. And it had nothing to do you with her breast milk. You don't understand how hard it was for me to keep a straight face when That's, you were telling me yeah, that. <laughs> I imagine looking back, I'm probably like, mm. yo, but the I thing is, is they they made it seem like that, that there was some was going importance on, right? to whatever that kid nah, was. They were just weird. And then that relationship was just a weird dynamic. Well, and the thing about it though is like even the fact that she had a kid really made no like you know you no. don't know who the kid's father is. Nope. She you don't know. Him, what? Yeah, you, you don't know, know anything. Yeah. You don't know if the kid's a super. You don't know if the kid's getting pumped with compound V. You right. don't know any of it. Right. So spoiler alerts. Obviously, this is the wrong episode to listen to if you have not seen the boys or not finished the boys because right. we're covering the whole first season. So we're just going to shoot that out right now. Um, yeah, come back after you finish it for at least this episode, which is the magic of podcasts. Because quite you honestly, you, right you could pause right now and come back to us or even skip the rest of this episode and, and follow up with us next week where we won't be talking about it and we'll be on to something else. And you can always come back mm -hmm. to this episode. Um, and once again, and take this time real quick, you can always find us on Anchor. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Stitcher. Just go into any of those apps and search for us by name. Where was I going with this? We'll pop right up because we're the only two lames that are crazy enough to name, <laughs> you know, a podcast after pretty much a question because um, we get into just about everything. Right. Um, and, you know, we're not we don't have big money for marketing PR firms and we're not already successful actors or whatever who now all of a sudden want to be podcasters just let us run pirate radio you guys go act right. um so there's that so yeah keep keep listening keep finding us on that um so let's get right into it when i, I mean, i'm trying to think when we talked about it a little bit last week i think i had gotten through like three episodes i think it was like two or three right it was it was two it was two right that's what it was um I will still start right off by I have not changed my opinion on Starlight. I think she's a little cutie, like me a little Starlight. Um, her character is actually is actually pretty cool. Um, the way that they've drawn kind like of the superhero character. Her? No, or like, like her Annie. as a oh, like okay. Annie, yeah, like as her a as a person, yeah, like okay. her character in the show, yeah, yeah. not not the Starlight I guess um, so. thing. Um, although, I guess I get the knock on the deep character because aquaman has always kind of been the butt of a lot of the jokes in the justice league because i mean let's face it a guy that talks to fish to fish and and sea animals and things like right. that doesn't ever really come across as uh as formidable in the sense of being dangerous not until they made him recently 
Yeah, with Jason Momoa, more, right. and he's more like the the he's like King the, Triton right, of the ocean, of the, right, yeah. as opposed to you know just some dude who can talk to to fish and and lobsters and shit. Um, so after two episodes, it was enough to keep me going. Um, which honestly, that's the biggest thing that I got to respect about the boys is a lot of the the superhero stuff. Um, they kind of bank on the fact that you already know about the characters Definitely, to keep you, to keep you into interested it, in right? the show. And and yeah, for and sure. the MCU has made billions of dollars off just of off just that. Name. Yeah, you know? just off of you knowing them from your childhood. Off of just simply the success of their comic books. They've right. made all this money, right, off of all these movies. And the boys, although it was a comic book, it was not. It was not a. It was not even. I wouldn't even give it a double A title. You know, I'd probably give it a B title right. as far as you know, triple A, double A. You know, how those are um, categorized with games and, and things like that. The best part about this show is that it is very much story and character driven, rather than action and or blood and gore driven. Correct. And to dive a little bit deeper into that with what I'm saying is um, Deadpool, for example. I liked the first one. I thought the second one was so-so. However, I always felt like Deadpool was very violence-driven. And the fact that we finally got a Marvel, and I use Marvel in air quotes because it was a Fox entity until just recently, right? Mm -hmm. So... So it was uh, it was the first Marvel movie that had such a popular character and finally got the R rating that most comic book sh- movies should honestly have. Right. I mean, X-Men, you know, those types oh, yeah. of things, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also yeah, so I felt like the I felt like the vulgarity and the violence is really what drove Deadpool and the over-the-top comedy because his comic book was always based on the fact that he knew he was a character in a comic book right and always broke the fourth wall to the viewer to the audience basically and there would even be times in com in the comic books where he would like in the story like jump forward in the story and like fuck with the reader in a sense and would do a lot of that stuff within you know the 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 cubes or the squares of the storyline this one is is I got to say, it's probably one of the best superhero shows that's out there. Um, I think so. You liked and, it that much? Yeah. Well, this is coming from a guy who didn't watch, who doesn't and probably won't watch any of the CW shit. Um, oh, yeah. That's not. No. Mostly because I'm not a huge DC guy. Right. The only character in the DC universe that I ever have really enjoyed is Batman. Um, I'm, I've never been a Superman guy. Um, I don't see how I can. If I took he my glasses off, no, I wasn't. Dude, no, and no. I always had like that was one. Character I always I appreciated like, the fact that he runs like fast, that. but I, but I think within the boys, I mean, with A Train, who's basically you know the 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 comparison, because that's really what the boys was based off of when it was made as a comic book. Is it was more so to kind of make fun of the fact uh, of the justice league so you have a lot of comparable characters characters. yeah for sure you know homelander superman queen mave is wonder woman a train is flash the deep is um is aquaman translucent however was made for the show he wasn't even a character in the comic books 
Oh, I didn't know that. That's okay. the magic of watching it on Amazon. I on the com- yeah, like if you watch Amazon on the like, yeah, it tells you like, yeah, it tells streams, you little shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the info. So translucent was was only made for the purpose of the show. Hmm. Um, and in later episodes, when they talk about Tech Knight, that's Batman. Oh, okay. So they're supposed to potentially be able to introduce him in the second season, which I know it already got re- renewed for a second season. Yeah, they already dropped a trailer. I saw. Oh, did they? Yeah. Then I'll probably have to watch that. Um, So let's get into some of the storyline because it's really, really good. So basically the premise of the first season is the fact that you find out that Compound V is actually what is making supers from Jump. They're creating these supers. They are creating superhumans. They're not born that way. And yet they have normal society convinced that these people have been blessed by god and been given god-given talents when really what they've been doing is vaude created this chemical and then shipped it to nicus around the country and passed it off as the polio vaccine which seems kind of hard to do considering i don't think that's blue but i digress um, and basically have been injecting it into babies mm-hmm. and then some babies it works on some babies it doesn't. Um, and so that is basically what's driven Vought. They've turned a chemical and creating these supers into a multi-billion dollar company, obviously. Right. And then um, basically selling the services, right? Of the superheroes to... That's their that's their their want is what they what the what Stillwell's Endgame and Homelander's Endgame initially is the idea that they want to get the supers written into a bill that will allow them to go into the military. Right. And the reason why they need to do that is because then that gives them the ability to go into other countries and fight crime right. and therefore in their mind, it's not about making the world a safer place. It's about making these superheroes more profitable. Oh, yeah, because they're just making money from cities right now. Correct. Yeah. When I you can start making money on a worldwide scale. Oh, yeah. You're getting paid by the government, like yeah. the federal. You Correct. Know I mean? <laughs> Correct. As well as the fact that they do all of these movies. Correct. You know, and they have that, like this whole yeah. production thing where they're doing literally feature length movies based on these characters that exist in real life, right? So it's all about the money. So that's what their what their end goal is. Um, so what it is is the boys kind of also focuses on the fact that n- a few of them, and, and mostly the original seven, are not exactly the most moral people. They don't have the greatest moral fiber. Homeland is, you know, exhibit A <laughs> when it comes to that. However, you do... F- I got to admit, you do feel a little bit more sympathetic in probably the last three episodes. Yeah, for him. For we Homelander, because more about him. Yeah, you yeah. basically realize that he was always treated as an experiment. Right. Yeah, all through his childhood. And Correct. Yeah. He doesn't know who his parents are. No. So you don't even really know where he came from. Right. Um, and yet he was always kind of raised as, as a, a lab rat for Compound V. So... What I'm wondering is, is he the original soup? Like the first one? Correct. Yeah. Maybe where where he was the first one where it worked, but they realized after a while, after he grew up, that the fact that they treated him as a lab rat is what has caused him to have the violent outbursts that he has, 
the you know the violent well, temper issues yeah, that he so has. That's funny that you say that because that's exactly what the second trailer kind of shows you. Okay, it's just a little teaser, but it's uh, I won't tell you too much, but it's just about him as a child in that lab. Right. And you see how he is. He's probably like, I don't know, eight years old or something right. like that. And how he already is at that point. Yeah, you're like, oh, you know, these experiments kind of like jack this kid up or him just being in a lab his whole right. life. And not living That'll a normal childhood. Anybody, even if you're not being drugged, you and, know what I and mean? And that's why I wonder if so, he's if he's literally the original soup. Yeah, like the first one I wanted. Yeah, and know. therefore they realize that the side effects of treating them like lab rats can't be done. So if we can't do this successfully on a laboratory scale, right. what we need to do is offer people all around the country the opportunity for their kid to be special correct and that's where starlight comes in right because yeah. that's when she that's finds when out, find out that her mom basically know. her mom did it on on the premise that she was going to have this great life because even her mom said you know they didn't give us anything but covered the medical bills so what i really like is that they they waited a long time before they really dropped that bomb on you that the soups were created it at first makes it seem like compound v is a steroid to the soups right where That's what it, I thought it really it just when you elevates somebody who already has that correct mm-hmm. and it makes it seem like it's a uh, an addictive drug right when really it's not the compound v that's addictive it's the it's the i'm trying to think of the way that i'm trying to word it it's basically it's the high that they get from being overpowered Correct. You know what I mean? Overboosted in a sense right. is what really gives them that yearning to bring it back. Especially someone like A Train who has competition in the world of soups. Correct. Yeah, because there's another speedster. Shockwave. Right. Right. And the thing about it is, he seems like he's the only one that has competition in the sense of uh, another Comparable powers. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I thought that was kind of weird. Um, but we haven't seen too many of like anybody outside of no the cast that you get as far as like the main characters, right? And so, they only bring up Lamplighter every now and then, correct? And they bring him up in the first episode because he's retiring, but you right. never see him. You only even hear about him again when you find out that he's the one that basically um, dismantled the boys the first time around, correct? Because he killed Mother's Milk's wife's family and then the original cia agent who got billy butcher into all of that because at first like so after a while after probably i don't know there's eight episodes so i would say after probably about four or five episodes i thought that billy butcher was always some type of agent oh like a government yeah i always thought he was like fbi or or at the very least a cop or something Something like that he wasn't he was just a normal dude yeah he was just married yeah it wasn't until his wife wife. disappeared that he was then taken in by that cia agent and then correct basically trained up yeah basically like basically played not played but you know kind of played into well they did the same exact thing that he did to huey yeah he they they played on the fact that the fact that um, that Homelander was the reason why his wife was gone. Right. And we got to get into that, but I'm not ready yet. Yeah, that's I'm not a ready whole yet. Um, scenario. That's crazy. I think one of the biggest shockers and one of the coolest story twists was the idea that Homelander came up with the idea to basically sell Compound V 
and and I, I, A Train seemed more like he was just an errand boy in it more than um, um, a collaborator or right. even somebody partner. who came up with yeah, the idea exactly. or a partner. He was just the guy that could get shit there fast. Right. Um, but I liked the idea that Homelander thought, okay, well, it if we're the only soups and we're all in America and basically if the military were to use us it would it would immediately not be a level playing field when it comes no, to the America idea of war easily be of course yeah. um in order to get them into the military they needed the they needed the fear in America that there were other soups who might want From to be the villains correct. who could come in and cause harm and obviously the only person the only people that could defend us at that moment in time would be our soups um and so he sells this compound v all over the world and then they start using it on already adults because in order for this bill to go through in the timeline that they need it to they can't inject babies that's going to take too long correct they so they start injecting now. adults right. um which is where kimiko comes in correct um who she's great man i don't know what exactly all her powers are but nah, they're yeah, really really little, cool so far um, powers too. I think the regeneration kind of a la Wolverine right. um, was very cool. The quick healing. Um, I think that element of her is really cool. Um, I think she's going to be a good character to, to continue to dive into and figure out her story because what the boys, even at the end of season one, I don't think they don't even know is that the intent for Kimiko was to become one of those terrorist soups. Mm-hmm. and she instead because the boys came and saved her they were never able to unleash her as one right and they were going to unleash her in new york city oh i got you so i think what they were going to do is she was going to be the catapult by unleashing her and causing this terrorist attack in new york city a la 9-11 in a sense correct that that would be the final push if they couldn't get the bill through, that was finally okay. This bill yeah, is going to get pushed it. through yeah, exactly. because, you know, there's if, if America does one thing good, it's the moment you attack Americans on American soil, you are usually met with the full force of the American military. Right. That's always pretty much been proven. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, even going back to you know World War II when we wanted no involvement up until Pearl Harbor. Yeah, Pearl Harbor. The moment Pearl Harbor happened, then it was immediately you know, we dive headfirst into war World War II. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And you're going to meet the full force of the American might. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I think that that was what was going to happen. Um, there's just so many interwinding um, plot lines in this that are easy to follow for me. That's a big thing. Yeah. I can't get caught up in shows that have 18 million plot lines right. and they're confusing to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, Especially yeah, if it months. involves time travel. Time travel is the one thing that I just can't wrap my head around. So when you start <laughs> fucking with time travel, you lose me. And Marvel got real Marvel close. Marvel was on that. They Marvel got real that. close to losing me um, with some of that time travel shit that they were doing. They did um, it. They did I was able to follow along. Yeah, I was able to follow along. However... There's a lot of times where I just I give up on a lot of that shit, um, and a lot of that inter. If like if it's to the point where like my brain hurts and I have to think more than I can just watch and enjoy, nah, I'm gonna give up on the right. show. Yeah. I'll just not, go play a video it's not game. Enjoyable. Yeah, just go play a video game. Um, not like no fucking Kojima Metal Gear type shit because that's nah, another yeah. one that fucking makes me think more than I can play. So that hurts my brain. Um, 
So that's what I do like about it. It's very easy to follow. It's very mm-hmm. easy to understand. Um, I like that Queen Maeve's a lesbian. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. She's also that's an alcoholic. Funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's a good storyline that they'll be able to open up and, and bring into play. Um, Starlight's powers are pretty cool. She kind of reminds me of... Uh, oh, shit. She kind of reminds me of um, Jubilee. Oh, okay, yeah. But I, I don't really know that she has... Uh, I, and once again, I don't know enough about DC to know if there's a DC Universe example for Starlight. And I also don't know if she was created just for um, the show. Oh, I got you. As part of the show. I'm, I, I would imagine she can't be. I don't be think so. She's yeah, too, I don't think so. She's too major. You know, translucent, it was like, okay, well, he gets he gets killed off in the Anyways. first... Was it the first episode? Second episode? Second or third, I think. I think it's a... No, it's the... F- it's the second episode because the first episode is when they shock him and then they throw him in a trunk and that's what basically starts the the um, second episode so he gets killed in the second episode um but i I love the show um what's your opinions on the show like how do you feel about it Uh, i liked it it's been a while since i watched it so i forgot some of the points but um but no i liked it overall like when i started watching it yeah we were hooked um me and my lady watching it the whole time so it was good um overall the, there was a couple like I think it was like six or seven episodes like episode six or seven where it kind of got like like filler episodes you know what I mean like the one where they were trying to like do the um the backstories on all the characters the one where they made like Homelander go to this fake house and yeah yeah exactly so um but overall the show was still good like I was still interested in it to keep watching and then it got really good at the end like, yeah to end season one yeah on how it did with um him just basically going like ham on no lady and just laser iron her oh yeah yeah at the end like that so and then with the cliffhanger they leave at the end that's crazy so uh it's a good show i'll, I'll watch the second season you know for I mean? sure yeah i thought it was good overall is it my favorite superhero show no what's your not. favorite superhero show though show hmm. show recently I'd have to go with either Daredevil or man, I liked Iron Fist a lot. <laughs> I did like Iron I Fist liked a Iron lot. Fist a lot. I know even a lot the first season like that, that they one, panned. Bro. I liked Iron Fist a lot. I thought that I thought it was dope, but I like Daredevil a lot too, though. I would think that okay, so the the soups for me, I'll probably put it right up there. Um, and the reason why is because what I also enjoy is that there's a there's there's some elements of copycat as far as the way that the characters are designed. Mm-hmm. In the idea yeah, around the like DC the characters, DC stuff. yeah, but the storylines are are so original. Yeah, like even with Daredevil, the even with the, any of the Marvel shows, no, yeah, you get, never really see the impact on normal human no, that's, life. That's a that's a good point. Is that's what I love about um, the boys. This one is definitely like it's about the people that are impacted by Absolutely. the actions of these superheroes. Exactly. So, Especially, and I and take. I think when it really hit home for me was the episode where Butcher took Huey to basically the collateral damage meeting. Oh, yeah. And it's like all those recovering people, right. and then you realize that the black dude who works in the marketing department for Vought is the one who had his dick frozen off. Yeah, by the yeah by his girlfriend. That was crazy. Yes. I can. Oh, that was crazy. Yes, and then you and and then it's like. But he's so 
but he's so in love or or terrified or whatever that he still just works for this company. Up. No, you're just messed yeah, up. Yeah, like but he I still know. works for Vought. Like yeah. and yet, you but know But does he know, do you think though? Who? Like, you think him at like you think it's crazy that he works for Vought because of what they're doing? Like because of it's a superhero company? I think basically? he's I think he's crazy for working for Vought because he still knows that it's all bullshit. At the end of the day, he may not necessarily know about Compound V, and he may still be under the idea that these superheroes are born and not made, mm-hmm. but right. he still knows that everything within Vought, as far as the way that these soups behave behind the scenes, the way that they're marketed behind the scenes, all that's all bullshit. He's part oh, of yeah. all that bullshit. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Bad. So I think that that still provides an element of... He still got paid a bill, so... Yeah, but, and that's kind of the thing, too, is it's like... Kind of sucks on that part. It makes you wonder if that's why he has the but job that he has. At the same time, though. Does he have that marketing job because the chick froze his dick off and they had to do something, basically, to make up for it? So how about we just give you a job and you can make money helping us continue to further this bullshit idea that these superheroes are pure just and another, great. Just another way. When really they're more flawed than some, some, some regular fucking people that you'll see. Oh, yeah. Just another payoff, though. I mean, people get away with crime all day in America. Of course. For- Paying them off, paying of off the people that they and that's what I against. that's what I also love about this show. It, it's so relatable in the idea that even some of our greatest, you know, businessmen in this company or or the highest upper echelon in 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 our minds at some point in time, you almost always have to wonder: Are they genuine? Are they really the person that they claim to be in public? You know, I mean, you've got, oh, yeah, behind you know, the scenes. Yeah. And, you and don't the, know these people no, by any means. No idea. No. And and the biggest thing about it is, yeah, you see the, is other the plane side. episode. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. You know, they got sent to save the plane. Oh, yeah, that was savage. And yet, that Homelander fucked it up. Yeah, he just messed everything he up. He fucked it up because he kills the pilot. And yet, and then literally, his, his lack of concern for human life is almost appalling considering. Those same human lives are the reason why he makes his money. Mm-hmm. And that is where it really gets into the, the, the similarities between corporate America and the American public in real life. Oh, yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? You have so many of these companies and corporations that you think so highly of because they provide you with such a good service. And yet you're shit on the bottom of their shoe. Mm-hmm. As far as your as far as they're concerned, when they close the doors to their mansions or to their offices and their high rises, and they could really give a fuck about you, all you are is just a number or a profit or a loss to them, and that's where you're really like, holy shit! Like there are so many similarities between the way that Vought operates, but they just use superheroes as their product, and you know a company like walmart who just a report came out that they fucking skirted billions and dollars in taxes by funneling the money through one of their german businesses and then giving it to walmart and therefore you know skirted billions of dollars in paying taxes but walmart is highly is you know it's supposed to be this great company to work for and there's so many employment opportunities and this that and the other and really their their corporate greed is just as high as you know say someone like trump mm-hmm you know what I mean? Where where some people think highly of them. You're not going to find it on this show, but absolutely. Not. You know what I mean? But at at the same time, it's like, well, these people over here, this this Walton family is just as fucking crooked. They just pretend to be good. 
Trump just doesn't know how to pretend to be good. He's just a, a brazen asshole. Right. But at least he's genuine. At least you know what to expect from him. So it's it's an interesting take on that. Um, <laughs> Real quick, did you see that stupid ass thing he put out with him being Thanos? No, because I can't watch any of the shit you he look puts at out. That. No, well, it's just like a stupid promo video, but you gotta watch this fucking ridiculous. I can't imagine any promo video not being stupid being for Trump fucking- though. President of the United States put out. He's a not, but that's the thing, though. That he's is horrible like that. He's like he's the entertainer in Dude, chief. He's a child. I mean, but not to get on a whole political tirade. No, no, we don't want to. We don't. Want we to try, try not to do we, that here. No, we want to stay away from that on this show. But I mean, you don't hire a crooked businessman to run a country and then expect the country to be run by the book. I'm just gonna. Absolutely I'm just gonna say that. Not. That's exactly. all I'm gonna say about that. With right. with these articles of impeachment, with with people trying to see. You know what he did or did not do with Ukraine. Right. My overarching ab- above all of that is: you hired a businessman who has been bankrupt multiple times. You hired a businessman who has been under investigation for ethics issues, uh, for discrimination issues. His father was under investigation oh, for yeah, discriminating absolutely. against minorities and his properties in New York City. Yep. So we we basically thought that a crooked businessman who is known to be a crooked businessman man was going to be able to run this country and not try to do crooked things while running the country. That's all I'm going to say about that one. Back to the boys though. Um, I'm, I don't know, man. I, I literally finished that last episode, like, I don't know, about three o'clock today. Oh, okay. And I don't know how I feel about the way that that last episode ended. Like part of me almost already hates his wife. Absolutely. But you didn't, but the so reason why I can't all the, the way video, hate. But when you first saw the video, did you think that it was all it was like a rape, like he was claiming from the beginning? Because I didn't. Honestly, like I didn't, I didn't catch that vibe. Well, that, that was, was the rape. thing, like, like when you caught the video of her going in, and when you catch the out, video of her going in, but she's going in under the premise that she's supposed to be helping with him with his social media account. So she's going into the office under the premise that she's doing a job, and then when she comes out. You can see that there's regret, but you don't know now watching that last episode if the regret was because she cheated on her husband or if the regret was because she was raped. Oh, no. Yeah. And that's where I'm torn. Like, I want to hate the wife. Right. But but I don't know that I can because you still don't know if it was rape. And in that last scene, when she teared up, when she finally saw Butcher. That could be anything. That could be because she finally got caught. Yeah, or that could be because she's so happy to see him. She's so happy to see him. Because the thing about it for me is that they obviously hid all of that from Homelander, and I know why. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously. Because what I realized that got revealed in that last scene of that last episode is now we really know what Homelander's weakness is going to be. Right, and it's going to be his kid. Yeah, because now he finally has a kid. But then at the same time. What I really, what I'm really trying to grasp at is he obviously didn't know he had a kid. No, he when didn't know Stillwell told the story, who originally told the story? Was it the old man? The old man told him about the the about baby her... scratching out of her stomach, right. and basically and she drowned to death, yeah, or she blood, died, yeah, lost blood, and, and the died, baby drowned right. in her blood, right, something like that. So then what was the story that Stillwell told him? Because he said that they almost had their story straight, but it, there was something missing from her story and that's why he went back to see the dude and basically i imagine he's dead or close to dead because homelander must have done something to him to get the real story out of him 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch because I don't remember that specific. Yeah, I, so I remember like those scenes, but I don't because that's what how you find story, out when yeah, because yeah, when he, Butcher has her at he the house, made her yeah, tell him the story about what happened and it right. didn't connect with what old man told him, right? And that's why he was like, what? Yeah, and yeah. that's when he admits that he went back there, you know, no more lies. But I think and all she's the one that told him the the truth. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Oh, I just figured it out. That's what it was. Yeah, I'm like, you just watched it. You. She it. told him it was a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and he, the old man told him that, that she was, she was that there. she gave yeah. birth. He ripped her. He basically clawed through her stomach, and then. She died from blood loss and the baby drowned. That's technically not a miscarriage. No, absolutely not. Right? A miscarriage at the very least would be stillborn. And even that by term is stillborn, not miscarriage. Miscarriage, you know, you didn't you didn't make it all the way to full term. So I that's it. Because when after she after that weird sex scene, if you want to call it that with, where uh, with Stillwell and and him on the yeah, couch yeah. that was that was weird, weird super weird but then after that when he was laying in her lap again once again super weird, weird uh-huh. that was when she was like you know with the miscarriage you know I just didn't want you to have to burden that and you could see the yeah, look like on his face like, what he was like what and then that that's it. That's the moment he and realized. Then he went back to old man. He went back to the old man and got the real story. Gosh, because he said, okay. He must have said, okay, well, Stillwell told me it was a miscarriage and you're telling me it's this. What's the truth? And so that must have been when he got out of the old man that not only did she not die right. or we, have a miscarriage. Yeah, they sent her away basically. They sent her away to keep her from him. Her off or did yeah. something. I don't know what they did. But my question is, because literally the moment she walked out of the house and then saw Butcher... I have a really hard time. This is probably why I don't watch a lot of television. Is I really have a hard time uh, removing myself from not f- from from the ability to uh, feel what characters would feel if say that was me. It's oh, probably I get you. it's if probably an issue. I, yeah, it's probably yeah, an issue I've had my whole that's life. Whole time, that's the whole purpose. Watching but that's TV. good acting. But yeah, that's yeah. why I can't do it because oh, it's yeah. too much. It's too. Much? too it's yeah. I'm I'm already not a stable, you know, kind of emotional person as it is. You know, I'm very introverted, which is probably why it's really weird that I even do a show like this anyway, and I can really open up. It's mostly because I'm talking to you. <laughs> you know, I know you. Right. I've been around you. You've known me your whole life and, you know, vice versa pretty much. And so it's easy for me to let shit flow, whereas even if there was a video camera in here, I probably wouldn't be as comfortable with it, right? Right. So, so... It's very difficult for me to get invested in characters and not feel what I would feel if I was in their position. And and right at that moment, because when when you know when he when he let go of the bomb and blew it up, and then he woke up. I didn't think he was in heaven or he was dead or anything, you know, no. spiritual like that. I'm like, okay, he's in a yard. And then it's like, okay, well then Homelander wakes him up, but why hasn't Homelander killed him? Like, why didn't he just take that opportunity to kill him? Right. Because right before he blew him up, when Homelander was basically, whether it's the truth or not, we don't know yet, but basically saying like, yeah, your wife's a good lay. Right. I might have let the bomb go at that moment in time, first of all, and just just murked all of them and myself at that moment in time, but it wouldn't have killed Homelander. No. But obviously, you, you know, so now, was she willing? I mean, he's like, yeah, she was a fan. Right, but... 
You don't know. You but can't you don't. Off. Yeah, you don't. You honestly don't know. It's crazy. You'll never know. And then when, at what point in time did she find out she was pregnant? Exactly. Because the from the day she had sex with him, whether it was rape or consensual, seemed to be when she stopped talking to That's Butcher. When, yeah. So how would she have known she was pregnant right away? That's what I thought was weird about the situation. You know what I mean? Like, if he was raped, you should... I mean, it's not like y'all was just dating. Like, that's your husband. Right. You but what? what I mean? But but in this situation, what's her husband going to be able to do? It's fucking Homelander. No, no, no. I get you there. But she just upped and just ghosted that. Well, but that's the thing. Like, so so when she leaves from that park bench in the video you watch in the beginning, and she disappears, where did she go? And I guess this is all stuff that they're probably going to reveal in season two. But, so but because I don't have the answer about whether it was rape or whether it was consensual, it literally leaves me in an emotional limbo for Butcher because he's been searching his whole life, basically, since she's been missing to try to either find her, find proof of life, find signs of her whereabouts, to find anything. And then even when he's gotten... Even when he's gotten to terms with the idea that maybe she is dead. You know, in the episode where he breaks the gravestone and her sister's trying to find closure and all of that. You start to feel like, okay, now it's about revenge because whatever Homelander did to her, you know, whether he killed her himself, whether he did whatever, now it's about vengeance for for Butcher. Mm -hmm. And now everything that he's done, every soup that they've murdered... You know, they killed Translucent trying to get information to try to get back at home. Like, everything that's driven him up until this point is now in question because she obviously had the kid. She's now raising this kid. Right. And basically thought... nice-ass house, too. Yeah, and thought so highly of her husband that... She never she just talk to that nigga. Ghosted him. That's, that and, was my problem. That's why I was like, mm. and that's why for me, like, that's why I'm like, mm, it was rape. Like, yeah, that's why I'm like, mm. and you would never if you reach really out loved to him. That man, exactly. Not even a call, a like letter. Five years something? after the fact, just an anonymous Nothing. letter. So yeah. I, I just, that's and that's I'm what not, really bothers me. Like, and that's why because I'm, I'm one of those kind of people that likes to think the best in everyone. But I think for me, I think. I've always come to the conclusion that one of the most egregious um, forms of disloyalty or one of the worst forms of uh, cheating, in a sense, I, I don't agree with any form of cheating, obviously, you, you know, you, you can't, but is getting pregnant by another man when you're married. That's just crazy. It's, and I'm not here to be judgmental. That that's not my intent. I just feel like if I was butcher, is what I'm basically putting myself in his shoes, and wow. I feel like that would be like the ultimate betrayal. Right. You know, it's it's one thing if you were to, you know, cheat. That's on you as butcher if you want to take her back at that moment in time. But I could never imagine myself being involved with the idea that this is a child that's a product of it. Just the daily reminder that you would have, which I guess is maybe why she 
never came back. But but then there's so many it's questions. Weird, man. It's just, Did she try to have so an abortion? And because it's a soup's baby, she couldn't. Nothing would work. Maybe. Right? Because allegedly Super Homelander powered. can't be killed. Right? Is the kid a soup? Yes. Because oh, at the right. end, that's when he right. says, I'm your dad, his eyes glow that's, red. That's right. So he's a born soup. First born He's soup. a born soup. Right. And that's the thing is because they kept telling Homelander he couldn't have kids. Bullshit. So that's why, you know, to him, he is. He, and when he genuinely said he didn't know what happened to her when he was talking to Stillwell, he honestly didn't. When right. he asked about, you know, what happened to her. He honestly had no idea. Yeah, because he didn't know why Romeo was coming after him. No, he didn't even know who Butcher was. Yeah, he's like, who the hell are you, dude? Yep. Yeah, so. And that's when he basically pieced it all together. And now it's almost like, does that bring any kind of closure to him and Butcher? Does that? Hell no. No, absolutely not. So now what do we have? Absolutely now, now we have. Now a, you go find I mean, a way to make some Homelander killing bullets, and you still are on the mission. But what do you do about your wife if it if it if it in fact wasn't ain't your wasn't wife no rape? More, no, she's clearly That's not. Not your wife no more. But at the same time, here's the thing though: like, it's like the same idea about you know when you work so hard to win an NBA title, or you work so hard to win a Super Bowl, and then you finally achieve it. Or you get to it and you lose. And everything that you've basically been, that's been driving you for months and years, mm. and, and that's literally everything you think about when you go to sleep. It's everything you dream about. It's everything you wake up. And then all of a sudden, boom. I guess I guess it's really going to depend on what she says at that moment. What do you do from there? I wonder where season two is going to start. Is it going to pick up? Right from that point, I hope it does. I hope like, it picks right up from that front, point, front and yard. I <laughs> and I hope it picks up from um, Starlight and Huey because I really I really enjoy that storyline. What happened at the end of their storyline? Okay, so basically they um, were in that warehouse, right? I yeah. So well, so once they got made from Mesmer, right, right, the guy that could read minds, and he wanted to basically try to get back in and be an A level superhero, so he gave him up to Homelander. Um, Obviously, Butcher finds Mesmer, basically destroys his face on a kitchen sink, right? Kills him. That, okay, yeah. so then um, Vought finds out who they are. They put basically an APB out on him because they've got the CIA convinced that you know they're wanted fugitives and whatnot. So they end up putting them in like a like a blacklist type. Security yeah, along cell. with all the other guys, right? The, all the other ones are... Well, it's just two, they right? only grab two at first. Well, they grab the three. They get Kimiko, they get Mother's Milk, and they get Frenchie right. in the hotel. Right. right? Remember that. And yeah. so then when Huey and um, Butcher get back from the CIA lady who gave them... Which is funny. She gives them one piece. She's like, I'll give you something, but you have to go basically fulfill it. It never shows you what she gave them either. So you don't know what information she gave them. Um, but basically, oh, that that's what it was, actually. It was Stillwell. It was the information on Stillwell being Homelander's weakness. Oh, right, right, um, right, right. Which, obviously, even the CIA agent didn't know. Wrong. Yeah, even <laughs> she was wrong. Well, I mean, she was right at the beginning, but... But wrong once, once Homelander once found, out found out what he found truth, out. Mm -hmm. Right, 
Then it was a different story. It was no longer the same. She was, yeah, she was not the same. So then. they end up in the warehouse. Huey and Butcher disagree on going back to getting the guys. Huey wants to go get them. Butcher's like, no, they would have wanted it this way. They would have wanted us to finish the job, blah, blah, blah. So that's when they split. And then Huey's dumbass um, tries to get Starlight to help him by, you know, he, he gets her to meet him. And then tries to get her to help him. She's still upset about feeling used, that he basically used her um, to get all the information that he got to do all of those things. And he's like, but you're a superhero. You help people. And didn't A-Train come or something like that? Yeah, so what happened was is... So what happened was is um, Huey's dumbass decides to walk into the parking lot of that hotel and they jump right out of the fucking flower van and fucking tackle him. And then, but he had his retainer in. So that's how they get out. They, uh, they go and get Kimiko, who they've got her pumped up on fucking Chemical V again, but she's weak this time. And then Starlight shows up right when they're about to, um, they're about to get caught by the, the soldiers that were left. And then Starlight shows up, gets rid of them, basically, and then they're all escaping, and that's when A-Train shows up. Right. And when A-Train had Huey's dad... At Huey's yes, house, at house yeah. Kimiko shows up and fucking destroyed yeah, his leg. Yeah, yeah. She Fuck fucking his broke leg his leg, and then, then he, he started taking up. Compound right. V to heal I up. Remember that. So he shows up, still pumped up on Compound V. But yeah. what you find out is that A Train is got an enlarging heart, yeah. which is a side effect that's of right. the Compound V. Yeah, yeah, and so right. he basically gets into a battle, and he blames Huey. You know, telling him that, you know, you killed my girl, you killed my girl. And Huey's like, I didn't kill your girl. And he's like, no, I did. But it's because of you. Because A-Train knew that if Homelander found out Popclaw was the one who gave up the information on Compound V, he was going to kill her anyways. And so he would have been out at that point. And he would have been out of the seven. Yeah. H-R-O. And he's obsessed with being the fastest man on earth. <laughs> Correct. Because he's got, you know, he's the only one with immediate competition for uh, a role in in that group, right. per se. Um, and so he ended up, shoot, you know, shooting her up with like four that's syringes right. of heroin and causing her to OD. Yeah. Um, that was fucked up. It was sad, actually. Was and that's up. He was a fucked up character. That's the thing I really like about the show, though. Is yeah. There's like there's so many emotional elements. It kind of has elements of shameless to it, where you can have moments where they are super hilarious and funny, you know, when it talks right. about the and deep. Super and then there's moments where you're like, God damn, like, yeah. this is what real life would be if superheroes existed right. in today's society in the modern world. Get away with this type of shit. Um, that's what I've always loved about it. It can literally take you on an emotional roller coaster. So then what happened was is that he then has a heart attack. That's right. And basically dies. flatlines right in front yeah. of him. Huey's starting CPR and Starlight's like, no, you got to go or they're going to catch you. And you can tell that basically she's still mad at him because she still wants answers for why he has done the things that he's done. Mm-hmm. And yet at the same time, you can tell that she still realizes that sense, he knows that she was different from all of them anyway. Right. And so that's why his actions hurt her in a collateral sense, but hurting her was never his intent. Correct. Hurting the other ones was always his intent. And so that's why I'm really interested in that one. Plus I want to see, I mean, does a train come back or is he dead? You know, is he, is he gone? I think he's dead, too. I hope he's dead. Um, he, was he, was, he was a really fucked up character. Yeah, he was a fucked up character. But like, you could overall. also see why he was why he was troubled after 
basically having to make the decision to kill Popclaw. Because the thing about oh, yeah. it was, is, you know, when you work for a company like Vought, as powerful as he was in the you sense of dead. him being the Flash, yeah. he had no control over his own life. No, nah, yeah, he was all... Yeah, he was all you know what I mean? He, he had no control over what he could do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I find it really interesting. So, yeah, like I said, it literally took me it took me about a good 20 minutes to come off that emotional situation when it unleashed that basically Butcher's wife is alive. She's been hiding out for her six years or however many years, yeah, eight years know, that she's that been years, gone. Yeah. Um, and that basically now there's a question on whether that sex was consensual. And now she's got a kid with homelander um so that basically wrapped up the first season i'll watch the trailer um it's probably a little you know sneak trailer Um, but i enjoy it i I like it um real quick we got a little bit of time here a couple minutes um nfl season tomorrow night baltimore takes on um the jets Jets. yeah Yeah, lamar is questionable but he's gonna play better play i got fantasy this week bro i got i I got i'm in playoffs right same here second round I, I was able to get myself on a six-game win streak, which got me that, no, yeah, third that, seed. Can't believe that shit. Third seed, so that that was nice. But it means I got to play the two seed. So um, I'm right now projected to win, but that can always go one game a week. Either way, you know what I mean, one game a week could always go either way. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about the way that the season's gonna wrap up. Yeah, it's been a it's been kind of crazy how it's turning out so far. 49ers went from what down yeah. to five to back up to. Yeah. Right. Back up to one. Yeah, they're they're going number over one. The Saints, yep. Right? And then uh, because Seattle lost to the Rams, right. Seattle yeah. lost. Yep. So it's been interesting. Somehow a team that's not even five hundred is going to be in the playoffs. <sighs> Honestly, these are the times where it kind of sucks that somebody has to win the division and it automatically oh, gets dude, them that's into the playoffs. Terrible. And the reason the why two wild card teams are what ten and three. Because it's the Vikings and the Seahawks, right? In the NFC, yeah. Yeah, in the NFC. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That means whoever Dallas or Philly plays, because Philly got to win out in order to get the Correct. spot over Dallas. They do play. They would have to play Seattle, though. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. They're going to get smacked. I don't see either of those teams beating Seattle. Absolutely however, not. however... The I mean, last team that I can remember off the top of my head that made the playoffs with a losing record were the seven and nine uh, Seattle Seahawks. Ironically, yeah, go figure. And that was when Beast Mode happened. Yeah, and Beast Quake happened. Yeah, and they, if uh-huh. I remember correctly, made it all the way to the divisional game. I mean, it could happen. There could be a lot, to, but the thing about it though is, way. a seven and nine team. I mean, that's a two game swing. Right from being nine and seven, that's a two game swing. Right now, the Eagles are six and seven, and they've they've same record, yeah, six and seven, and they've like scratched and clawed their way to those records. Oh yes, and and that's why I just I really don't have any confidence in either team. Mm -hmm. Um, so honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Because you got, we got what? You got the Niners in the first spot, the Packers, Saints in the second right. spot, the Packers in the third, third and then whoever wins the NFC in the fourth spot. Right. I would not be surprised if whoever wins the four seed, whether that be Dallas or um, Philly, yeah. they would have to play at this moment in time the Seahawks. I don't see either Dallas or Philly beating the Seahawks. No. I don't know that I see Green Bay beating Buffalo. I'm sorry, not Buffalo, Minnesota. Minnesota? Really? And the reason... 
Well, they beat them though already once. Yeah, but there's still a chance that Minnesota has. They still have a chance in that division. But I just feel like Green Bay is so hot and cold. Yeah, they absolutely have to have that Lambeau Field advantage, and they've got to go on that streak. But if I just had to, you know, perfect world it, I don't see a team. I, I think that the top three teams in the NFC. Are the the Forty Niners, the Saints, and the Seahawks? Oh, okay, I got those you. are the three top teams in the NFC to me. Yeah, personally, um, in the AFC, I think the top three teams are the Baltimore Ravens, obviously, um, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Buffalo Bills. Not the New England Patriots. Hell no, not the New England Patriots. <laughs> and here's the reason why, though. The New England Patriots have had one of the weakest schedules out of any team in the NFL this year, which is why I've always discounted the fact that, oh, this is a historically good defense. They've played a historically bad but they schedule. Are number one defense, right? They've played a historically bad it's schedule. Anytime you they get to play the Miami Dolphins twice a year at this moment in time with the Dolphins, bad. <laughs> That's a historically bad schedule. No, They've also that. played the Jets twice. Historically you guys, you guys bad. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> let's see what we let, let's see what we might they be able to do. They also played good teams. Jets. I mean, they played yeah, the like, Niners, right? No. They didn't play. The they have oh, not no, played they the, didn't Niners. Play the Niners. No. They played Baltimore though. They played Baltimore and got smacked. <laughs> they played they Kansas got... City and got smacked. They played Houston and got smacked. Yeah, they did lose. They played Buffalo, and I and I think they only managed ten points against Buffalo. And the only reason why Buffalo didn't win that game is because Josh Allen might have played as badly as Tom Brady, but his turnovers accounted for points. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, they scored a defensive touchdown, and then the offense for New England was only able to get them a field goal, which is why they won and only scored ten points. Awesome defense. I don't know that that's <laughs> going to happen the next time they play Buffalo. Yeah, I now, Buffalo I could, is looking strong, man. They're I could honestly see a scenario team. where New England is a wild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it could happen. And and but the, they don't have a hard schedule to finish out the year. No, but so. I think they got to play Buffalo one more time. Yeah, I think that's the hardest team they got to play. They got to play Buffalo, and then uh, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much the only the only team left because they still get Miami one more time. Well, they gotta correctly. play us too. Oh, they play you guys this, this week. week. And quite honestly, so, I hope the Bengals beat them. No, I don't. I do. Well, I mean, even if we beat them, we're still in first in the draft. Yeah, because you'll still only have we two don't wins. Want too many although wins. you'll be tied with we the Giants. Want, that's what I'm saying. We don't want too many wins. But have the but the Giants didn't play the Bengals this year. No. So that might be a coin flip. So we need to lose. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is so we need to lose. But no, no, no. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. If you want to get into it real quick, because we got a little bit of time, it's about an hour and ten. So we'll try to go an hour and fifteen, no more, no more than that. Um, the Giants don't need a quarterback. No, so they would take Chase Young regardless. Regardless, right? I get you on that point. Cincinnati's going to be looking at Joe Burrow. We need Joe Burrow. Well, don't get too excited about these fucking early fucking round yeah. quarterbacks because yeah. not all of them pan out. We need not you. all of them pan <laughs> no, out. They don't. Some of them pan out. Not all of them pan out. I don't know. That dude is setting records in the SEC. Yeah, there's a lot of quarterbacks that set no. records, and you know, it's just records. it's a different world. No, However, I, I will say, Joe Burrow plays in a pro style system already. Yeah, a lot of the route combinations that they run are the same style route combinations that they run in the NFL. His offensive coordinator and Joe Brady at LSU, good offensive coordinator, does a great job with that. I do feel like Joe Burrow could be a success. However, 
if you don't keep A.J. Green, if you don't keep developing Joe Mixon, and if you don't find a quality tight end that can stay healthy, you're going to handicap him. You're going to handicap him. Um, But he got Tyler Boyd, too. Don't forget that rookie out there killing it. Tyler Boyd? No, you're talking about uh, Alden Tate. Well, Tyler Boyd's not a rookie. He's the oh, one that they just gave the contract to. Oh, okay. Alden Tate's the rookie, but they just put him on IR. Okay, I got. But even Tyler so, Boyd that's that's the... that's three receivers who would rookie. who would work really well with an offensive-minded quarterback. So I think he would be set up for success. But they got to they got to get an offensive line. Oh yeah. Absolutely. They got to make sure they got a quality offensive line, and they have to make sure that they can develop a run game. Those are keys yeah. to bringing in a rookie yeah, quarterback, starting him from day one, and then building him for success. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals did none of that with Josh Rosen. Look how that panned out, right? The Jets are struggling to do that with Sam Darnold. Look how that's panned out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The Titans, I think they did a better job or attempted to, a, to do a better job of it. Marcus Mariota is just a bust. Yeah, he's just yeah. He's just a bust, which is why I'm a little nervous about anybody who's interested in Tua. Because even minus the health injuries, Tua was still very inconsistent at Alabama and benefited from the fact that they always had Heisman candidate running backs and always have at least six NFL, at least six NFL quality players. And four of those six NFL quality players on their defense were first, are usually first round draft pick quality players. Yes. (laughs) It's easy to play quarterback when you know that that defense could play on Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. In you know, in the NFL and and you've got them here in college. The hip injury might be devastating, devastating for his career. Man, that's tough. Um I and I don't wish that kind of stuff on anyone quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, I, I hope that he, you know, he gets better and and heals, but um yeah, I think that could be exciting moving forward, but you know, I'm, I, we'll see how the draft goes. I think if I had to pick uh, title games right now, I mean, the sexy pick is just one versus two and one versus two, which right now would be Baltimore uh, hosting New England, San Francisco hosting New Orleans. I think Seattle still might have something to say about that because if... Okay, so the Niners have lost twice. Seattle's lost three times. Mm-hmm. But they still got to play one another on the last week of the season. If they meet... And San Francisco has two losses still, and Seattle still only has three losses, and Seattle beats San Francisco again, and this time it's in Seattle, they own the tiebreaker over San Francisco because they'd end up with the same record, they'd both be 13-3, and and yet Seattle will have beaten San Francisco both times, which would then put them right back into first or second second, place, depending on how it pans out with with the Saints. And that would put San Francisco potentially in a wild card game, having to go to either Dallas or Philly. Yeah, strong teams. So that 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 could be really interesting. Um, I think that by the end of the year in the AFC, the one two will be Baltimore and Kansas City. I don't think it's going to be New England. I just really don't. don't. It's going to be New England. I think I I would honestly not be surprised if New England ends up being the five or six seed. I really think there's a chance that they could end up being a wild card team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and especially because, you know, although they should beat the Bengals, the Bengals literally have nothing to lose. No. They've got nothing to lose. And so why not give them their best shot? Right. You know, why not, you know, just open up that defense and just start sending people at Brady because he ain't got no damn weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Why not? I say do it. <laughs> um, 
We'll get into some Christmas shit next week because we still got what two weeks. Yeah, we I haven't done any shopping. Two weeks? Yeah, I shop yeah, for the wife. Weeks, Literally almost two weeks to the day. Actually, isn't it? It is two weeks. Yeah, to two the weeks day. to the day. Christmas is fourteen days away. I have done zero, except for the wife. I, I got the wife done, thing. and that's it. And her presents are already under the tree because I'm I fucking hate wrapping. So I was like, all right, I'll just get it over and done with, and just wrapped it all as they came in. All so that was probably smart. So now I don't got a fucking mad dash do it. Did the Suns win? Oh, or is it not over? It's not over yet. Oh, damn. All right. Well, I'm going to finish my evening by watching the rest of that Suns game. Right. Um, and then, of course, as as the season goes on, it's just still too early to talk basketball for me right now. Um, but, yeah, let's get into some of that next week. We'll have some more stuff, exciting, cool things for you guys to listen to. So uh, next week we'll talk about at least half the game album. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about um, it. Because that's a lot of music yeah, for me we'll to try to get through in a week. It. So we'll try to do the, the first half of that album um, we'll talk some more NFL because now we're we're gonna have another week of mm-hmm. you know exciting changes games, changes, change. um, <laughs> predictions, um, and then we'll definitely get into like a pre-Christmas episode. Maybe we'll talk about like you know maybe what we want, maybe uh, maybe our favorite Christmas things or, or Christmas traditions and stuff like that. So we'll have a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back next week. It's gonna be a fun time. I uh, hope everybody's looking forward to the holidays like we are, yeah. and uh, we'll be back next week, episode 18 in the books. Yeah, We're getting good, closer man. to 20. It's getting exciting. Once again, we appreciate all the support. You guys have a good one. I'm signing off. This is Frank. This is Devin. Peace. Later.